what I'm asking from you is to increase your tolerance for that level of frustration and say, okay, I'm going to detach myself from the outcome and figure out how I can serve better so that it increases my level of performance. This is To The Nines Podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Wicks, a mom of seven who doesn't subscribe to the idea that you have to choose between your family and a career. I am on a mission to show the stay-at-home mom who has lost herself in childcare and co-comelon and the overworked corporate holdout who isn't finding joy and purpose in their career that they can work for themselves, making an impact and an income that serves your dream life. After leaving my nursing career to raise our family, I needed more mental stimulation, but didn't want to give up the privilege of raising our legacy. I've been in network marketing now for five years. I know the strategy and mindset it takes to be successful and to live a life aligned with your values and your purpose. Join me as I share my business tips, marketing mistakes, attitude shifts you need to space out some time for you, or ditch your nine to five completely and start working for yourself. You have the power to change your life. Let's get started. This is just the beginning. Hello, hello. This is To The Nines Podcast, and I am your host, Tiffany Wicks. I'm super glad to be here with you today. Here is what we're going to talk about. It is increasing your frustration tolerance. So I'm going to break down exactly what I'm talking about, but let me give you a quick story first. All right. How many of you have been frustrated over, well, pretty much anything? I have tons and tons and tons of times. Uh, Having kids is one of the reasons I think my frustration tolerance has actually increased. I've become more patient, more kind, more giving because they require patience. Otherwise, um, you're a yelling maniac all the time and like nobody wants that. So here's a quick story about frustration. Have you ever been around a two-year-old? <laughs> Do you know how frust- easily frustrated they get when they can't put their shoes on correctly, like buckle the straps, or if they can't get their t-shirt on? Now, how do you increase their tolerance for frustration? Well, if you're dealing with a two-year-old, you would probably stand next to them and say, it's okay, I can see that you're frustrated, let's take a deep breath, help them reset their nervous system, and then let's try again. And eventually, they will become less frustrated, not sh- not throw the shoe across the room, and be able to buckle their straps. So if that's not a strategy you have implemented as of now, and you have a two-year-old that fits this exact description, feel free to use it. Having them breathe with you a few times and say, well, let's try again. Or can I do one buckle, and then you do the second buckle? That will help increase their tolerance for frustration because they know there will be success at the end. All right, so let's move to adults. There are a lot of adults who act like toddlers and their ability to withstand frustration is constantly thwarted by the public message that you should never be frustrated. You should never feel discomfort. Things should be in flow. They should be easy, simple, Or somehow you're working against, you know, all the stars alignment and the gravitational pull and, you know, all of the, and let's be fair here, I am a bit woo-woo at times, but I also know that success, raising a family, having a great marriage, being physically fit, it all requires a lot of hard work, right? 
So in business, for example, you've got to increase your frustration tolerance by being okay with your results not being what you want them to be. Okay, and I'm not saying that you settle and you just say, well, it's not that. I guess this is as good as it gets. Negative. What I'm asking from you is to increase your tolerance for that level of frustration and say, okay, I'm going to detach myself from the outcome and figure out how I can serve better so that it increases my level of performance. Because at the end of the day, that's what sales is all about. It's about how well you have served the customer and that they have their needs met. If you meet their needs, your needs will be satisfied. That much I can promise you. So with that increasing of frustration tolerance, you're going to have to do some hard stuff, okay? You're going to have to take risks. You're going to have to have sales months that slump. And then you're going to have to look back at the numbers and start trying to figure out why. Ask the questions. Those are the hard questions. Okay, my sales were, let's say, $3,000 this month. I was really shooting for $3,500. Where was that deficit? You'll become less frustrated if you start asking better questions of yourself and your business. Then your frustration tolerance will increase when you start asking better questions and coming up with more viable answers. Well, did you take too many days off? Did you not speak about the product often enough? Were you not attractive enough? And I'm not talking about your physical looks. I'm talking about your offer or your message. Was it not attractive enough to convert interested parties into actual purchasers? There's a lot of questions you can ask of yourself and your business to start increasing that level, that level of tolerance. So let's talk about fitness, since I'm a big fitness junkie. And yes, even, gosh, what am I, almost nine months pregnant? I am still in the gym working out in some way um, six days a week. Well, four, four to six. You get it. Working out. Like, how frustrating is it when you show up six days a week for three or four weeks and you're like, nothing is happening. My clothes feel like they're fitting the same. The scale hasn't budged. I still am lifting the same level of weights I did. Same 20-pound dumbbells. Now, here's where you have to, again, become detached from the outcome and just fall in love with the process of change and building and knowing that it will happen. But if you get frustrated, you get angry, your nervous system gets all twerked, your cortisol levels raise, now you're all stressed out. Do you think you're going to be able to build muscle that way? Do you think you're going to burn fat that way? Do you think people are going to be attracted to you to buy your products that way? Do you think your kids are going to be receptive to your message when you're just angry all the time because you have no idea how to increase your level of frustration tolerance? Like you tolerate nothing. You blow up at the drop of a hat. All of this stuff it should be this blinking huge red warning sign that says, I really need to do some self-reflection and figure out how I can increase my level of tolerance for this level of frustration. Dude, I am in a season right now where I have been more frustrated than not. Uh, let me give you a little personal insight here. The kids and I have been, we've been like sick, you know, upper respiratory stuff, coughing, nose, whatever, for months, basically, back to back, on and off, 
between six children and myself. My husband has escaped it completely. I don't think he's been sick once. However, he also leaves the house pretty frequently. So we started thinking, well, we eat way too well. We have way too healthy of a lifestyle to be sick because of lifestyle-induced stuff. So maybe there's mold in the house. So there you are. I'm testing for mold. And you guys, this is no cheap adventure. It is very expensive. It was $500 to have the guy come out and then $60 per sample that he took. So total, we spent $800 to have our home tested. I don't have the full report back yet. However, the preliminary report from the lady in the front office said, well, there's nothing big going on. Just some, what did she say? Minor things. I'm like, minor things. Okay, it took me $800 and the frustration of scheduling and then rescheduling because he had some other job that he had to take ahead of mine. I'm like, okay, I'm really frustrated with trying to figure out why the kids and I have not been super healthy this whole time. So, okay, well, that's frustrating, but all right. And you know the reason I can be, and let's just bring into the mix here that I am almost 35 weeks pregnant at the time of this recording anyway, with our seventh baby. So, you know, if you suspect mold in the house, you're not going to go buy a bunch of baby stuff and bring it into the home because you might have to get rid of it. And oh, by the way, we have three bedrooms in our house. Three. That is all. And we've got eight people living here. So we've got a girl room, a boy room, and mom and dad's room. Where the heck are we going to put this baby? Baby doesn't have a room. So we're like, well, we'll renovate the closet. But now the mold thing happened, so now we can't renovate the closet. And oh, by the way, I'm weeks within having a baby. We don't even have a car seat. But we can't get a car seat because it might be the mold thing. Well, I also, you know, need like a bassinet or something to put it in there. Well, can't really do that yet because I don't have space for it. So the frustration with the home just kept mounting over and over and over again. So, all right, we'll stretch out that tolerance a little and become detached to the outcome. Okay, can I change the results at all of the mold testing? No, I certainly can't. Can I change my due date? No, can't do that either. All right, what's worst case scenario? Well, worst case scenario, the baby comes early and what? Okay, well, we're not leaving the house for a few days anyway. We're having another planned home birth. Okay, so I don't need a car seat immediately. And even if I did... Target, which we tend to avoid, Walmart, whatever, it's all right up the street. My husband could go pick up a car seat in a matter of 45 minutes if we needed one. Okay, not so bad. Well, what if we have to leave the house? All right, well, what are our options? I mean, you increase your level of frustration tolerance when you take yourself out of the situation and start looking at it from a bird's eye view. Like, let's hover above, look down and see, okay, what is actually happening? What are our options? What are all the unforeseeable potential? I mean, it, it sounds stupid to say, try, try and foresee the unforeseeable circumstances, but that's what I'm, I'm going to ask you to do. What are some things that may come out of left field that you haven't yet considered? Well, haven't yet considered that, you know, maybe nothing's going on and that maybe we need to redo filters in the house. Okay, well, you know, what does that look like? And just start, oh my gosh, I must have come up with... 10 different scenarios of how this could potentially play out and what our course of action might be for each one. My husband thought it was so annoying (laughs) that I was doing this, but that's how I cope. That's how I increase my tolerance for frustration is I start looking at every single potential outcome, both good 
and bad, and I start coming up with preliminary solutions to those. So if you are a person who finds yourself really frustrated a lot, it's probably because you can't see more than two inches in front of your own face. Start pushing that telescope lens out a whole heck of a lot further and try and think your time over the amount of effort that you're putting into it, okay? How much time should you be in a state of frustration? Well, it shouldn't be very long because the effort you place into coming up with solutions should exceed the amount of time that you allow yourself to sit in a matter of frustration. You should. You should feel your feelings. Absolutely. But you don't always act on your feelings, okay? Because feelings are irrational. They don't have a brain. They don't have a pulse. And they dang sure don't have a conscience. So don't act on your emotions, but feel them. If you're feeling frustrated, the best, the worst you should do is go out for a walk. The best you can do is take a deep breath. In for three, out for five, and just, okay, let's reset and let's start coming up with possible solutions to what we're experiencing here. And then just start listing them out like the old pro-con list, man. Get a piece of paper, draw a line right down the center. Pros, cons, possible solutions, better options, worse options. I mean, really, these are the type of things that I do every single day, which allows me to be frustrated, be in a state of frustration without completely losing my mind. All right. Speaking of not losing my mind, I do cry. All right. Crying, I think, is an underrated stress relief tool that most guys in particular are trained away from doing because tough guys don't cry, which is a load of crap. I mean, seriously, you were given that emotion for a reason and it is incredibly therapeutic, very cleansing to just like let some tears out if you're frustrated and it's okay to say, I am frustrated. Things aren't working out the way I thought they would. And I'm frustrated by insert circumstance. I'm frustrated that my sales aren't higher. I'm frustrated that I'm not moving the scale. I'm frustrated that I don't have an answer to why we've had these upper respiratory infections on and off now for months. These are all very frustrating things. And it's okay to validate those. Yes, those are very frustrating. Now what? Now what has to be the next question? Now what? What are you going to do with that frustration? You just, you can sit in it. That's fine. Make a time limit. Make sure you limit the amount of time you sit in that frustration so that you don't let it turn into anger and resentment. Other emotions that are completely going to sabotage any effort you might offer or any solutions that your brain may offer, it's going to completely sabotage it and put it in the rearview mirror. You will not be able to think straight and you will not be able to problem solve. Now what? Okay. Well, looks like I need to come up with a better strategy for increasing my sales next month. Okay. Then what? Well, my new strategy could be, and then you start going down the list of strategies. Okay. Well, I'm frustrated that my, my, Scale hasn't moved since I've been working out. Okay. Well, what could be some blind spots that you have in your workout program that you haven't considered that could be sabotaging your efforts? Let's go through them. Are you getting enough sleep? And what does enough mean? Well, for most people, it's going to be between somewhere between seven and nine hours. 
Are you getting enough uninterrupted sleep? Are you drinking enough water? Are you eating a whole foods diet? Are you eating enough? Have you looked at macros? Personally, I track my macros even now, even nine months pregnant, I track my macros because I will typically under eat and then I will gain weight. I mean, it sounds bizarre, but that's what happens because my cortisol levels increase, I start retaining water, and then when your body gets into this stress mode, it does not burn fat, it will not build muscle, it will not problem solve, and it will not get to a state of homeostasis when it is stressed. It wants to fight, it wants to run, or it wants to hide. So it's super important that you pay attention to where your head is and then what you let that say about how the rest of your day is going to go or how you let that dictate what you will and will not be planning for the future. All right. So that's what I have for increasing your frustration tolerance. Please don't let the world tell you that it's perfectly acceptable to just be frustrated all the time, throw up your hands, be angry, and not do anything about it because that will not move you closer to your goals and it certainly won't make you a happier person and it will make you way less tolerable of an individual to be around for other people. So increase that tolerance step by step by asking yourself better questions and coming up with viable solutions. All right, cheers. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to see you next week. Bye.